as people get older or have medical issues, they don't want money anymore. They want to fix their health. And it's so interesting that we work so hard to hustle, not take care of ourselves. And as we get older, we get sick and all the money in the world can't fix your health. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, Marco here. I really wanted to share with you our earlier podcasts that we created. Now, our mics were not the best, but the content was really strong, and I know you will learn a lot. We had an absolute blast recording this, and I know you're absolutely going to love it as much as we loved recording it. This extremely content-rich information will not only give you the edge in your real estate investing business, but in everyday life. Enjoy. Welcome back. And in this episode, we're going to discuss how and why properties are discounted. I can't tell you how many times I discuss with people our business model and their first point of objection is, well, how do you possibly find properties at 30% off or 20% off or 40% off or even 60% off? No one's ever going to do that. It's impossible. It's never going to happen. And I chuckle to myself because, of course, it happens all the time. In fact, if you even Google on your phone pawn shop, you'll see tons of pawn shops in your area no matter where you live. And these are people that are in business doing business with people that need money now in exchange for whatever they have. Most people are in two uh, stages. Either they need cash or they need cash flow. If I'm an investor and I'm looking to buy property for cash flow, I'm looking for cash flow. If I have to pay a hitman $40,000 in the next two days or I'm dead because I owe the guy forty grand and I need cash, I don't need cash flow. I don't think the guy's going to take $4,000 a month until paid. That guy's not going to wait. He wants his 40 grand or she wants his, her 40 grand or shim, whatever we're allowed to say these days. So understand that if people need cash and they don't have cash now, they're going to liquidate something that has value in order to get that cash now. In many cases, it's going to be real estate. So let's discuss that right now. And of course, I have my loyal team, Gabriel and Frank. And since Gabriel, you're up first with your Toronto Raptors hat on. Let's, let's talk about... And he doesn't even live in Toronto. <laughs> Ah, it's okay. Montreal doesn't have a basketball team last time I checked. If you want, I can start playing for Orlando, though. (laughs) That'd be nice. (laughs) So we've all bought property from very motivated, uh, distressed sellers. So let's talk about maybe your uh, mobile home park. Why did that person sell the property? Do you remember? I do remember. Vaguely, it was one of my first uh, acquisitions in the, the commercial arena. Actually, you know what? I don't even remember the why she was selling it, but I know she really needed to get out of it. I think the taxes were, she was back on taxes for, I think, quite a bit. Is that what you remember? Two, three years worth of taxes that she was behind. And she also had a private lender there who could have uh, taken the property back. And to add to that, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that the tax lien was being sold. Yes, and that day. That day, right? That's right. The day that we had to close on it. And tax liens are something that's different, and I'm not sure we're going to get into that now, but essentially, if someone were to buy that tax lien before we were to close on it, all they had to do was pay the back taxes, and they would take ownership of the property. And we didn't want that to happen. The deal was really good. In fact, we're getting it at practically, I think, like 50% off at the purchase price. So it was really important to get that done, but that's the reason she needed out of that property. And it's basically debt. 
So that's one of the D's is debt. She was in heavy debt. The beauty of doing business in the U.S. versus anywhere else in the world is 94% of lawsuits in the entire world are in the United States. And people get sued all the time. And if you have to come up with cash or you're in heavy debt and you need to get rid of something, well, guess what? We're able to do that. So one of the big D's is debt. So people that are in debt, heavy debt, need to get out of debt need to get out from underneath debt or need to pay off debt or need to get out of debt before they get into debt, a big D is the debt. So there are tons of circumstances where people are either going into foreclosure or they're being sued. And this is all public information. If you know where to look for people that are in debt, haven't paid their taxes, are behind in the IRS or whatever that is, this is all thanks to the Freedom of Information Act. You can find on your phone basically anyone that is in need and has property as well. It's very easy to find and it's very low hanging fruit. And all of us are from Canada and we have the opposite law, which is the Mm -hmm. privacy act. It's almost impossible to find someone. Now you used to work for the government, Frank. Was it easy to find someone with the government channels or did you? Well, when you have my, when you work for the government, you have the authority to tap into pretty much anything. It's very easy, but as a general public, it's extremely difficult next to impossible Actually, even law enforcement officers and investigators don't even have the powers that we had. They had to go through the court process, the judicial process to get a warrant or whatever. I didn't have to do a warrant. (laughs) I uh, nick the computer and uh, show my badge and I can pretty much have access. But other than that, getting information in Canada because of the Privacy Act is next to impossible. You would have to go through like a lawyer to get an order and then the judge has got to sign off on that. And that's even for law enforcement. Public, forget it. It's next to impossible. The only way to, I get, to find, the only way to get so, information is you got to send Guido over and uh, he's got to point the gun at your head and say, speak. <laughs> Other than that, you're not going to get it. <laughs> well, it's important because we're from Canada and, and obviously we, we speak to a lot of Canadians here. And when we talk about how we do business... Well, well, hang on a second. You're in Canada and you speak to Canadians? Canadians. Are you kidding me? Yes. In oh, England, yeah. they wear toques. They don't understand that because of this privacy act that we have here. They don't understand that in the U.S. you can just freely have access to all this information just by one, asking for it, two, just using the oracle of Google, or three, even just you can pay for that information. Like There's people that will compile these lists for you. Just ask them what you want and they'll give it to you for a fee. And that's real. That happens in the U.S. And most people can't grasp that. And it's just not because it doesn't happen in your own backyard that it can't happen anywhere else. You got to play with the rules of the city, the country. And we have the Privacy Act, which is a law, which they don't have there. And so this is one way that you can get one of those D's dealt with. And let's talk about another D, divorce. Do people get divorced? (laughs) Neither of you have been divorced, but I've been divorced twice. So I've done it for each one of you. That's right. And luckily, you haven't gone through divorce because financially wipes you out. And I've gone through it twice. Now, the second time was much more devastating than the first time. The first time I was broke, so it only cost me 700 bucks, but that was my net worth at the time. So it basically wiped me out. My second divorce was terrible. And do people get divorced? Absolutely. And if they're in high debt, we just talked about, which is one of the causes of divorce, the number one cause of divorce is marriage. But the second cause of divorce is definitely high debt. And if you are going through that, you want that person out of your life as quickly as possible. You want to cut your ties as quickly as possible. You want to separate your assets as quickly as possible. And if an asset is on the market and or not on the market and they just want to divorce quickly, they're going to dump the property or dump whatever's necessary in order to get a quick sale in order to just get the cash out, get the person out of my life. In fact, the house that I'm living in right now uh, was from a divorce. 
The guy just wanted out and made him an offer. He didn't accept. And we went back and forth for three months and finally says, you know what? Screw it. Just give me what you offered and I'll, I'll take it. Can I add something to that? It's not just the other person you want out of your life. You want the lawyers out of the equation as well because they're charging you. And that's why whatever you dump or whatever you're not getting by waiting six months to get that extra, you know, 10, 20, 30% while you're going to spend it in legal fees while it's waiting to be sold. So I find the lawyers lick their chops often. They want confrontation between the two parties. It's more billable hours for them. And like, yeah, you know, you can get this. And like, oh, I can. Yeah, fight for it. Fight for it. They're like, yeah, yeah, and they get all pumped up and they fight for it. And then in the end, they get pennies. Because, okay, well, we got you X amount, but now you owe me this much. But exactly. uh, there's different types of divorces, Marco. If I may, I, I don't know if you were finishing your thought there. I don't have any thoughts to finish. Either one of so I'm over I'm, I'm over I'm over I'm over forty. I don't have thoughts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a traditional divorce between yes, husband and wife, and I guess now with G's and E's and whatever. But uh, there's also a partnership. Like that's how we got our mobile home park the one in Florida. And that was a different type of divorce. That was a partnership that just ran its course and it just went bad. They didn't want to do business with one another no more and to the point where they were pulling at each other's hairs. And I recall that it was two brothers and another individual and they wanted to squeeze out the other individual and he was the money guy. And they wanted to sell quick because they weren't paying the money guy back. They weren't paying him the mortgage or the, the interest for, for that property. So they were defaulting purposely. So... The money guy wanted to get out and, and trying to savage his, that was his life savings, basically took it out of his IRA or whatever it was that he put towards the property and said, okay, let me make an earn a modest uh, interest on my money. So that divorce went sour and we were able to, again, helping their situation. They needed to get out of that divorce, if you want to call it that partnership and quickly because the guy that, that put the money in was losing money because it was his money and he wasn't making anything. And the other two were just squandering all the rent. So it wasn't a good situation. So they had to sell quick and they sold for, again, they sold for a discount. So the other option for the other partner was, hey, I can I can start the foreclosure procedure, I guess, but it's going to take them time, money, and they don't know the outcome right, of it. And at that time, they were going to steal everything, all the rents. Right? They were anyways. So partnership breakdown led to another deal, actually, too. The same partnership had to liquidate all their assets. So they came to us after we bought the first one. There was that trust that got built. And they said, listen, can you help us get out of this partnership? We have one more property we want to liquidate. And uh, Marco, that was the motel. The deal behind the deal. It's the deal behind the deal. And again, that's a divorce situation. They had to sell. They know they couldn't get a market rent. They're not going to go phone a realtor. They're going to put a sign on the property for sale, have open houses. They're going to kill each other by that time. They needed to sell. They needed to sell yesterday. So they decided to take whatever loss, if there was a loss, I don't know what their financial situation was, but they just wanted out. And for that speed, they were sacrificing their equity. And that's how we got into those deals. You're buying equity through speed. And that's yeah. exactly right. And through trust. So you had a D for divorce. You also had a D for debt in there. So it was a debt and there was a divorce. Mm-hmm. And there was also a third D in there, which is death which is older people that are seeing they're wanting to retire. They would rather give the property away than give it to their kids who would just sell it for pennies on the dollar, go to Vegas and do hookers and blow for the, till the money was gone. I can't tell you how many sellers I've talked to that are baby boomers that have the most amount of wealth in this country at this point. And sadly, they're dying off to the tune of 6,000 a day. Baby boomers are dying. That's the death rate for baby boomers right now. And they have the 
most amount of wealth. And not every baby boomer wants to pass on their hard work to their kids that are either video gamers, don't care, or are drug addicts, or are in prison, or they don't have any kids. And they just want to give it to someone that's going to pass on the torch. Or have the retirement savings uh, tied up like in yours, Frank, where they're like, I need my money back. This is my retirement money. I need to do something with it. And even if you were to give it back to them, they wouldn't know what to do with it anyway, because it's going back into their IRA or their RSP or their super fund or whatever retirement funds they have. And they don't know what to do with it. And you could actually reuse that money like you did, Frank. And you well, actually we did that. I didn't discuss that, but yeah. Yeah. That, you know, where they became the lender again. So there's so many opportunities if you know what to look for. Not everyone is just looking to sell, get money from another bank and then move. And people have different reasons to do different things. And if you understand that and understand the mechanics around it, you can do some marvelous things and almost magical things with that knowledge. Knowledge is much more powerful than, than money if you know what to do with it. If you have $20 million at your disposal and I have zero, I'll still buy more real estate than you with $20 million in a year. Because you'll once you have $20 million, you're done, you're out of money. I can keep going forever. And so can Frank and so can Gabriel. I'm all we can. Okay. So we've talked about divorce. Uh, we've talked about death. We've talked about debt. Yeah. Yeah. What's the one? Disease. The displacement. So we just had actually one now. It was just recently. So it's a couple. They had a portfolio of properties in their backyard. And we talked about this in a different episode where buying properties wrong, where you know people buy properties close to their proximity where they live. But anyways, we didn't know these people. They're third party, non-arms length. They were looking to sell their property because they wanted to liquidate their portfolio where they live and move down to Florida. They want to have that. It's that time in their life where they want to enjoy their life in their 70s. And that's sad alone, just thinking you have to wait to your 70s to start enjoying your life. Yeah. Again, it's going back to what we discussed before is your time, putting a folding time to get where you want. So these guys did what everyone else did. They worked their whole life and then now they're 70-something and change. They're like, okay, we're going to hang up our hat and move to Florida. So their problem is they need to liquidate their portfolio. They want to go to Florida now because time's ticking. We don't know when we're going to go. That's the big guy's decision, but they know time's ticking. And like we said before, once you hit your 40s and 50s, time just goes in warp speed. So And they know that. And they were trying to sell this and they're like, well, you know, we want to sell this. We want to sell this to move to Florida. So that was their reason for selling. They wanted to sell quickly because they had a portfolio. They're like, holy shit, if we have to find one seller or one buyer for each property, we're going to be here till we're 150. So they had the smaller properties, but nevertheless, they had quite a few of them. So they looked for someone that could close, could buy, but for that speed, they got to sacrifice some equity. And that's what exactly what they're willing to do. Say, so, shit, if you're going to take the whole portfolio off us and we can be in Florida by February, we're in. And that's exactly the way this one's playing out. And a few more that played out in terms of that. Then there's others that move for work reasons. Yeah, they're in Chicago and they need to go to California or, and, or they're in California and they need to move to Iowa for, I don't know why, but some people do have to go to Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> there's things to do there. I'm sure there's something in Iowa. I'm sure there's someone that needs Someone's to probably listening from Iowa and saying, well, what an um, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, wrong with Iowa? The whole ass, not the asshole. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or Arkansas, for that matter. I don't want to make any jokes about Arkansas because you wouldn't get it anyway, but if you're from Arkansas. So it, <laughs> it's a joke, of course. People it are smart. Very, very smart. I think the Clintons came out of Arkansas. Yeah. So the goal here is all comes back also to folding time. 
someone that is going through divorce, they want to full time and get money faster. The money is not important as time. If someone is getting displaced, they need to get rid of the property because they don't have time to manage the property. They want a full time. They need the money more than the asset in order to move and to do the things that they want to do. Someone that's in high debt, they don't have time to wait for the cash flow to pay off the creditor. They need to be able to get rid of it now. They need to full time. So you can see that the common thread here and the lies, which will be a whole other episode if you haven't listened to this already, is time is not money. And that is a huge misconception that you have been fed and drilled into and has been indoctrinated in you in school is time is money, time is money, time is money. And that's basically been created by the very wealthy to trick you into you basically selling your time at wholesale prices so they can retail rewards. And we're going to discuss that on a separate episode, but you'll see that time is not money and that you have been lied to. And if you're working hours for dollars, you're working wholesale prices and you're basically giving away your time. You're not using your time to your best of your ability. And I'd love to be a participant in helping you change that. And all of us would. I say I, but I really mean we. And the last but not least will be, as Gabriel mentioned earlier, which is disease. Now, we're all very lucky on this call in that we're all Canadian and I, we have access to free medical care. And that's what our hard-earned taxes pay for. We pay 50% in taxes or so, at least in my tax bracket. It's over 50% tax. And we have a social system where we can get free health care. So if I get cancer, if I never get it, or I get in a car accident, I am going to be taken care of. I don't have any medical bills. The number one cause of bankruptcy in the United States, Gabriel, is? Disease. Disease, right? Mm-hmm. And have I bought any properties from someone that's going through diseases? I bought a lot. Have you guys? Have you? Was there, you just had one, Marco. You just had a seller call yesterday. Yesterday, yes. That's not I, I, yeah. quite a yeah. I want to use some of your examples versus mine. I have all sorts. I have things like dismemberment. I have things like, I have all sorts of Ds in mind. One, a guy wanted to sell because he wanted to give his girlfriend double Ds. Like, some crazy, <laughs> I, I've seen some crazy. It's a different shit. D. So, that's a different D together. You know? Is that an investment? <laughs> He's looking after his own D for double Ds. I'll let you guys cryptic your double that D out. to get his own D. Yeah, so like, Yeah, he's trying to get his D into the double Ds. But anyway, that's another topic altogether. But podcast, actually. Actually, you know what, Marco? There is one in our, this one, and Linda and I, my wife, started in this real estate venture about five years ago. I don't know if you recall, and maybe you do. It was in Fort Lauderdale. Karen. Karen, her name was Karen, and you Karen. went to go see her before you had we her contract. She was like a nice old lady, and you went to see her, yes. what, three times? Well, we brought her coffee. Every time we were there, we brought her a bridge with her. <laughs> oh, my God. Frank, so, what are you doing? Frank, what are you doing? Yeah, well, listen, I said it was in my early oh, days. Right. I made sure I, I stipulated it was in my early days. Again, that was uh, those brain cramps that I got, and that's what we thought we had to do, Marco. That's what we thought. You got to go see the properties. Like, you got to go see the baby, Jerry. You got to sell them. You got to fluff the seller's nuts. You got to fluff the seller's nuts because if the seller loves it, they'll sell it to you. How'd that work out for you, Frank? (laughs) You got to go see the baby. So we went to go see the baby before we had any paperwork done, which, again, I know was a mistake. But going back to the disease part, you had someone that was elderly. She clearly had medical issues and she couldn't keep up with managing the property. She was old. She had very limited funds. If she liquidated the property, she was going to be screwed by the IRS because she did so many 1031 exchanges, which I guess we'll talk about in another episode where you could just keep deferring 
your capital gains tax as you sell and rebuy. So she was in a pickle. She's like, shit, I can't manage this property anymore. I'm sick. I can't go anywhere. I can't. So she needed money, but she also needed a place to live as well. And I know we came up with the solution. Again, it's finding a solution to someone's problem. Help someone out, help others, and then you'll be helped yourself too. So on the solution on that one, Marco, if you recall, and it was a great idea that you came up with, is basically let's take over the property, give her a little money that she can live. She had to do some kind of surgery. I don't know what it was, but she had ongoing medical. So we were actually going to make her live there for free, give her some money, make her live there for free, until she passes on to her next life. And we also gave her, I think, an allowance to help her pay for her medical. So living there for free, so no burden on the utilities or things like that. Obviously, her food is her food and her medication. So we were going to pay her for her to live there. That was the thing. We're going to pay her for her to live there, but we buy the property off her and give her a little bit of scratch. I think she wanted to go to Italy. That that was it. Everything's about Italy. Well, she didn't want to go to Italy. Italy is a great place to go, man. It's, it's awesome. It's like a boot. Tell me another country that's shaped like an object. <laughs> that's where you want to go. So she wanted to go there. And we were going to basically make that happen for her. And she was ecstatic on that. So it's, again, helping someone that she knew she had limited time on this earth. And that was her dream. And she had to overcome, how am I going to pay for this medication? And I can't manage the property. And coming back with that solution, uh, which was very creative, made it very enticing for her. She was actually very skeptical, like anyone would be. Like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? I'm going to live here for free. You're going to pay me each month, and you're sending me to Italy. So for everyone listening, Frank, why don't you explain why she would do that or why you would do that? Why I would do that? Because the numbers made sense on that. The numbers... How many units was this? Pardon? How many units was this? Because it sounds right now, the way you're talking, for the average... uh, I think it was eight or nine, but it was in a prime location. location It was literally walking distance to that area where, I forgot what it's called, the Sousa or something like that. It's Um, called the ocean. No, well, the ocean's there. Ocean Drive. What's that thing called called where it's blue and there's... there's, That's the sky. Oh, okay. You guys got it confused. It looks like this, but I can't... It was like that. It is very close. It's walking. I think this there was a, like a movie with a robbery in it where there's 11 guys. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> 11. Yeah, Alcatraz. Yeah. No, so it, the numbers made sense even doing, even comping one room and giving her money up front to help her. The numbers still made sense. And it made sense for her because if she sold it, she would have made nothing. She had to pay all those backgrounds. And yeah, she had no place she- to live. So what, you guys, so what you guys did is create a win-win situation, which is the only way everyone makes money, everyone is happy in a situation like this. Yes, yeah. and, we're, and we're still buying it. So if she had sold it for full price, she'd make nothing. And the way that we had structured it, she would have actually had money forever, had no tax implication, and we would have bought the property for around 40% off in a prime A location of Fort Lauderdale. So it was structured in the perfect way. Now, sometimes you can create the perfect solution and the person still doesn't want it because that's a non-conventional way of doing business. They don't understand that it's the best thing. And when someone doesn't understand something, a confused mind will always say no. 
I know I have at least three hotels where someone has been almost at the threshold of dying. They don't want to do this anymore. I believe one of the hotels that we're buying in Arkansas is also there's someone that's elderly and involved in that. As people get older or have medical issues, they don't want money anymore. They want to fix their health. And it's so interesting that we work so hard to hustle, not take care of ourselves. And as we get older, we get sick and all the money in the world can't fix your health. So we're basically sabotaging our own health to make money and that money will be gone and in fact won't even be enough to fix the health problems we've created while we're trying to hustle to make the money. So we're sabotaging our own health for money, which is the wrong path to begin with. So if you are working your ass off and not healthy and are having medical issues, you need to, A, you can keep going doing what you're doing. It's your business. It's your life. It's none of my damn business what you do with yourself. But if you want to change and actually work less to make more and not have these medical issues, so you have time to take care of your body, the only one that you were given so far, I don't think bionics has been quite approved yet. But at one point that it might happen where we could live for a very long time. But for now, it's the only body we have. And once we get sick, it costs a fortune to fix it. So let's avoid that at all costs. And maintain it throughout. And that's, that's a good yeah. point. It's like we told you that you, you can, you're only going to have one car for the rest of your life. And when that car breaks down, you have to walk. What are you going to do to that car? You're going to make sure you take care of it over every year. You're going to get the right tune-ups, the right oil changes. Everything gets taken care of on a timely basis. You're not going to wait till everything's broken to start fixing everything because then you have a lot of problems. It's the same thing. Yeah. Real life's not like uh, Fortnite where you can change your skin. God gave you what you got, what you got now, and, and that's it. You can't. Uh, you don't have three lives, I'm, and you can't I'm change I'm impressed things. to know about Fortnite at your age. I'm, 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 well, I, I'm, I got three young kids, man. Thing. That's all they play is Fortnite. Is Fortnite. You play Fortnite? Because... Wow, jeez. Yeah. I don't play Fortnite. I don't even know how to play. I played it once. I think I got killed right away. I was, right. I was you just should say, yeah, yeah, I'm good at Fortnite. I'm awesome at Fortnite. Yeah, it's a character that looked like you there. No, that's the guy from the Wiggles. Yeah. I look like the guy from the Wiggles. But anyways, it's people that people have different... Is that the guy with the tummy with the television? Oh, that's the Teletubby. Sorry. Sorry, that's the wrong guy. That's the, that's the UK version. Actually, I think the Wiggles is UK, but no. But in, in the end, yes, it's helping. I thought that was a very creative solution for her because she really had no choice. She, she either stays there and tries to manage the property herself and not be able to pay for her prescriptions each month. Like they, they weren't going away. That was her prescription. And, and just be miserable till the end of life or get something, live for free, give her that comfort. And I think that's what it was, is giving that comfort. And you got to have compassion for people. Uh, you are in the people business. That's what it's all about. Any service you look at is a service to people. If there's no people, nobody wants your shit. So you're servicing people, period. Yep. It's all people about the people. Profit. people and what, was the profit. Outcome? what was the outcome of all this? Did she end up taking the deal? She was very skeptical. We were very close. That's why I was nurturing the deal. By going and play bridge with her, Canasta. Well, you know what? It was a business write-off, but I didn't want to say it on the, on the was, podcast. It was, all right? it was it a was, damn trip was, down to, uh, to Sport Lauderdale. You it was, have to uh, on recording. <laughs> <laughs> so, we played bingo together, pinochle, you know. All believe the it or not, she still has it. contact with Linda. Um, really? So, yeah. When she's ready to embrace that, she still idea, hasn't sold it. I no. Wow. Once every That's six months, up. Linda will reach out with an email, and uh, listen, she's not comfortable. She's skeptical. Uh, she's like, "Shit, how's someone going to pay me?" And I can still live here. Like, I get it. She's old school, man. She's like my parents. No, that's not true. Don't believe nobody. 
right? <laughs> bullshit, bullshit, they say. Bullshit. But, and that's what it is. Listen, we're not here to convince people to do things that they don't want to do. That's not nope. the way you preach it. That's not the way I want to do my business. And that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's a long nurturing stage, but I guarantee you when she's ready to sell and embrace that idea, guess who she's calling first? And then we're all calling that dock that's behind you with the bird and the sunset and with a cigar. I'm sending her an offer three times a week now. <laughs> By the time she's analyzing <laughs> the video, I've already got her stuff on do you want to give, why, why don't you give us the address here, man? <laughs> I already said too much. It's by the ocean in Fort Lauderdale. Yes, it's by the ocean. Sounds like we're playing charades now. Yeah. So the main reasons of 5Ds, you've got divorce, you've got disease, which is the biggest one. Sadly, too many people are losing their life and their finances and being diseased and sick. And we're not getting any younger and we are getting sicker. That's just the nature of, that's a whole other topic that we're not going to discuss in, in podcasts. But, you know, we're getting older, we're getting sicker, and there's more opportunity as that happens. And the one thing I want to make clear is we're not trying to take advantage of anyone. Uh, if someone is trying to sell the property at a discounted price and it makes sense on the numbers and we can buy it for them, we're actually doing them a service by buying it quickly because I guarantee you that someone with less compassion that is going to be only about money is going to buy it and try to screw them into the ground where we just need the right number and it's good enough. And sometimes we can actually be more generous if they're more flexible because not only can they take some cash now, but they can take some cash later and they can end up making more money dealing with us than they could dealing with someone else that just cares about the bottom line and nothing else. So if you don't buy it, guess what? Some asshole will that really will treat that person like an asshole because they will take advantage of someone that's hurting. And that is definitely not our philosophy. And if you're that kind of person, please stop following me. My mission is to help as many humans as possible, to give back as much as possible, because when you make more, you can give back more. You can be a lot more generous. It's really hard to give a million dollars a year to charity if you're only making $35,000 a year. Very difficult. So hopefully this was a very enjoyable episode for you. It was certainly for me. Frank, Gabe, thanks for your input as always. And hopefully that cleared up the secrets on how to find, or at least where the motivation is for. And I hope this was clear as to, damn it, why can I not say this well? Um, myth. Use the myth, the fact that there's a myth that it can't happen. So hopefully this busted the myth of people never being or wanting to sell their properties at a discount. But with the five Ds there, you definitely can find some fantastic deals on a regular basis if you just learn and understand where to look, how to go after them and do it with humanity and love. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.